Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today's the day after Christmas, better known as... Victory Monday. Victory Monday. How about that? The best Christmas present ever. <laughs> we, we beat the mighty, mighty Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> We're 4-10. 4-11 now. No, nobody thought we could do it. Including us. It was a challenge. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, a win's a win. Nobody's going to remember that this was a struggle. Yeah. Ah, man, we've had two overtime games this year. One against Cleveland, the Browns, who we should have won that game. One against the Cardinals. We lost to the one-win Pittsburgh Steelers, the one-win Carolina Panthers. You know, I just this team's not not playing the way they should. But we're still in the playoff race, <laughs> which is just outrageous. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> Big game next week. We got to play the Carolina Panthers. We got to win. We got to win. I mean, technically, we don't have to win. I don't think. I think we could lose to them and then win against Atlanta. And then if they, I don't know. Yeah. But, so we if we lose next week, our playoff chances are not in our hands. But if we win next week, I think we got it. Yeah, so if we win next week, we wrap it up. Done. We probably I don't even know if we'll play our starters against Atlanta if we win next week. I just hate those playoff calculations where it's like not in your hands oh yeah 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 big yeah we gotta win we we want to win against the panthers i mean we want to win every game but some <laughs> games matter more than other games and winning against the panthers is the goal i just want a redemption for the last game god damn what was it 21 3 yeah something i would even forgotten about the score i just knew that we lo- we lost so yeah well you know they played dallas Last week. Did they play Dallas? I don't... You said that. I don't think that's right. Detroit. No, they played Detroit Sunday. Or Saturday. But then week week 15, they got stomped by Dallas. Right? I don't think so. I don't know. You're more up on it. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. beat them 24-16. Pittsburgh is (laughs) 4-0 against the NFC South. (laughs) Like they probably have six wins. Four of them came against us. We're just we're just not a very good division, Mm-mm. man. Just so. so we we squeaked the win by with the Cardinals, and it was so frustrating. It was a horrible game to watch, and there's been a lot of that this year where you just you know, and we got to remember this is entertainment, and they just don't make me feel good. Mm-mm. I would. You can ask Molly. The whole game, I'm just sitting there going, this sucks. This just sucks. Yeah. You know? I mean, how do you go to overtime with the Arizona Cardinals? With their third-string quarterback, which, <laughs> I mean, for any other team. <sighs> but, I mean, the Buccaneers, you get it. You, We've grown to expect that. Third-string quarterback. Uh, they always give us trouble. Um, Trace McSorley was not Brock Purdy. No. So there's that. Um but just not that what we wanted to see. No. 
No, you want to see us a, a fine oiled machine out there, just throwing up points, playing good defense, blah blah blah. But it just hasn't happened this year. Hasn't happened. I think our best game has been in Seattle or against Seattle in Munich. You know, we played tough, physical, kind of mistake free. You know, we tackled. We didn't miss a single tackle. That was one of the big things with Arizona yesterday. Just our tackling was atrocious. I can't tell. I I lost count of the number of times we had the runner or receiver behind the line of scrimmage, and it was just that we overshot it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a return where um, McCullum was down there, right there, right there. Yeah. Totally missed the guy. It's it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Uh, that that twenty two yard run by James Conner. You know, I don't think a, per- a single person touched him, <laughs> you know? and there was like four guys that could have tackled him. Yeah, uh, it, it is annoying. It is annoying, and we're just we're like that on in all phases of the game. We're just not playing good football. I'll tell you what's most frustrating for me is the third downs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah for years since Cutter. You know, we could have a third and 13, and you were confident they were going to get it. You know? I mean, we, we've been good on third downs for years. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's like a third and two yeah. is scary. It's embarrassing. They were even commenting on it. I mean, we had like a two and one, didn't get that. Three, third and one. Oh, that's right. Didn't yeah. get that. A three tries. And then we fourth went for it on fourth down, still didn't get it. And you're like... How many chances do you need to get a yard? Right. <laughs> Apparently, a okay. lot. Apparently. But we're talking like this was not a win. I know. I know. <laughs> it, it, you know, we should be happy about it. And and I am happy. But at the same time, man, I'm just like, you know, it was the Arizona Cardinals, probably bottom, bottom three worst teams in the league. Yeah. I mean, they're eliminated from playoffs. They're bottom of their division. Um. Uh, before Kyler Murray got hurt, they were a dumpster fire then, yeah. too. I mean, there were all these questions about Kyler Murray and mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury. And um, so, yeah, it was not, even with their starting quarterback, it was not a high ca- a caliber team. I think they played better with McSurley than they did with Kyler Murray. Uh, we're, I don't see how Kingsbury keeps his job. I think he's done at the end of the year. Uh, Denver Broncos, they fired their coach today. Yeah. Everybody saw that coming. I figured it'd be at the end of the year, but yeah. Yeah. They've just been. Oh, Oh, well, that game yesterday against the Rams, what was it? It was horrible. 40, oh, 51 to 14. Yeah, man, the Rams just beat up on them. That's the Rams. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they might they're they're the second worst team in the league. Right, right. <laughs> they might be a little bit worse or better than the Cardinals. I would say, uh, a little better, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a toss up between those <laughs> two. The, the Texans are definitely the worst. Although you know they put up a fight a lot, but they you know they're just a bad team. It's weird with Lovey Smith. You know, it's like he came in. And got us the first pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. That's when we got Jameis Winston. And I hated those years. Those years were miserable. It was just bad football. And 
God, there was a long stretch of just bad football, but <clears throat> the Lovey Smith years were just atrocious. You know, and then he goes and he's at Texans and he's giving them the first pick in the draft. So you, you have to think, what, what is that? This guy's MO? You know, is that what he yeah, does? You bring he comes him in. In, yeah, you come, you bring him in when you want the first pick in the draft because he did throw games with the Buccaneers. Uh, was it against the Falcons or the Saints? Can't remember. He pulled out all the starters. <laughs> And he was like, eh, we just want to see what we got. And then had some plays where they were definitely throwing the game. But, you know, it's like, is that what is that Lovey Smith's stick now? He's the guy that's Who comes gets in. draft picks. Yeah, he has no <laughs> ego. <laughs> it's like, yeah. There's no bottom. I'll lose all, yeah. <laughs> I'll lose every game I can. Um, well, they did beat Tennessee this week. The Texans did? Yeah. No. Yeah. So they got two wins now? Yeah. So I think that's how Jacksonville is leading the division now because um, Tennessee, Tennessee was kind of like us. Like they were one game up on us, I think. They were seven and eight and just lost to the Texans. So then that. Um, and Jacksonville, you know, they're on a hot streak. Mm. So <clears throat> they're up there. They're at the top of the division now. They're fighting for playoffs. Man, what a weird year. Weird, weird year. Mm -hmm. Carolina beat Detroit. Uh, The Saints beat, who did they play? Uh, Hold on one second. Oh, my gosh. Cleveland. At Cleveland. And it was so cold there. So cold. Snow. It was like negative five wind chill. We watched all these games, but I can't remember. Oh, we had red zone. Yeah. And that's just, red zone is just like a blur. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I really get the sense no, of the game. Not at all. It's just the touchdowns, just the highlights. It's like all excitement. The yeah. whole game, the whole three and a half, four hours, because it's just you know, yeah. OD and... on that do- dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Arizona game, you know, I counted eight three and outs. I think in that game. Oh my gosh! Between both teams. It just was not a lot of entertainment value. Mm-mm. You know, we were invested, of course, because and, – and we we were just kind of sitting there the whole time going, what are we doing? This is horrible. We couldn't do anything. We had uh, – Lenny did good. Yeah, he had a good game. I don't know what is going on between okay. Brady and Mike Evans, but good Lord. With Lenny uh, – Collinsworth was saying that he – Lenny lost his job to Rashawn White. And I'm like, mm, I don't really. Yeah, I think I think Rashad was a starter for a couple of games. I know, but like in our system, that doesn't really matter. I don't feel like. Does Delaney? <laughs> I guess, but he did have a good game. I mean, oh, yeah. seventy-two, yeah, seventy-two yards rushing and the ninety receiving. He was our leading receiver. Yeah, so that's a hundred and sixty-two yards total. Not bad. Still struggled on third down. Yeah. And that, that what, 40-yard run he had in the fourth quarter set up the uh, tying field goal. Mm-hmm. Was it a field goal we got to tie it up in overtime? That was good. Uh, you got to give Suck Up credit. He played great. Made all of his kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the play that kind of turned the game around was wasn't anything we did. 
It was when McSorley pitched the ball and hit Connor in the face with the football <laughs> on the pitch, and it bounced and landed right in Golston's arms. Yeah. Was, he was on the ground. He was ready. Could nobody <laughs> else get that ball? But, I mean, he wasn't. On he it. didn't make a play. The ball bounced right into yeah. his arm because he had already gotten whooped and was on the ground. Uh, so, you know, that was one of those. Well. It, it had nothing to do with us, that play. <laughs> The ball bounced our way. They they screwed up, and it. And we know. got it right. And but we need that. We just we haven't gotten a lot of that this year mm-hmm. at all. No. You know, just the ball bouncing our way. Uh, it was kind of a penalty free game. It, you know, there wasn't that many penalties. You know why? Because <laughs> Donovan <laughs> Smith wasn't in there. Oh, that that. I feel bad. Like Donovan, we love you. Can't wait for him to come back because. Yeah. We lost Josh, Josh Wells. Josh Wells, man, he was—he's been playing so good this year. Um, what's the injury of patella tendon? Yes, torn patella tendon. He's, he's out. Got to get surgery. He's done. Yeah, might be the end of his career. You know, I mean, a backup getting a torn patella tendon—it's going to be a struggle to come back. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Don't know, but it is a shame because he was playing very well, and especially. So I'm going to say this. <clears throat> Probably forever, but that he did not get praise, you know, playing against the Bengals or the um, yeah the Bengals or Bosa, Bosa the Forty ers Just he dominated Bosa <laughs> in that game and d- didn't get a single lick of credit at all. And it was it was the most awe inspiring offensive performance I've ever seen. You know, because I I really did think going into that game that he was going to just get trounced. Yeah. And it was the exact opposite. He just he just beat the crap out of Bosa. So you know, it's sad to see him go down. I was like, man. And then we we put uh Walton Walton in, and he seemed to play pretty well. I mean, he did like immediately get beat, but it was really Leverett didn't help him. You could see Walton was pushing his guy. Over towards Leverett, and Leverett was moving towards uh, Hainsey. So it was just a miscommunication issue there. But they they seem to get it straightened out real quick. Uh, I have to look on the All Twenty Two and see see how those guys performed. But you know what, man? I am so sick of these announcers. I really am. <laughs> They're so full of crap. Oh my gosh! You know they 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 sit there and they complain about our offensive line. They were like, well, you know, one of the reasons why the Buccaneers hasn't done so well is because of their offensive line. Our offensive line has played good. It, you know, it, it, it has not been a disaster, that's for sure. You know, I wouldn't say they've been the best in the league. But they're not bad. I'd give them a B, you know. Yeah. And they're definitely not the reason why we're losing. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. But then now to say that, and then the whole, God, oh, gosh, the, you know, the, <laughs> the whole. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, play action and pre-snap movement. Oh my God! If I hear this anymore, I'm going to throw up. You know, I Tony Romo was it last year mm-hmm. when we were playing Dallas. He spouted that crap off, and I was like, "What in the world is he talking about?" So I did a whole video that said Tony Romo's lying. You know, we do pre-snap movement. You know, and. I thought I pretty much proved my point. It's it's really easy to prove. 
And it's the same thing with play action. And now, now they're talking about, oh, it's, it's play action and pre, uh, uh, pre-snap movement. You know, and I'm like, we do that crap all the time. What are y'all talking about? It's just they make this stuff out of thin air, and then everybody runs with it. Uh, all, the whole, all of Tampa media, uh, the, all the national media, you can't, anytime anybody talks about it, even Scott Smith, the, the media reporter for the Buccaneers, did a whole article on it, and he used stats that I can't find. He said, according to the uh, – uh, NFL's, gosh, what's it called? The the NFL stats where they do, oh my gosh, I can't remember. But they, I couldn't find them. I, I don't know where he got those stats from. And, you know, it, it's it's one of those things, you know, like play action and that stuff is, is kind of like penalties. You know, penalties don't tell you the story. If that was, if that was the case, you know, we've argued about this or, I've made this case on here all the time. You know, some penalties are worse than other penalties. And if if you get a bunch of penalties, you got to look at them in context. You know, are they are they bad penalties? Do they hurt? You know, because I mean, you get penalties all the time for delay of game because you want to move the mm-hmm. uh punt back, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, you get penalties for 12 men on the field, you know, on the defense when it's, you know, first and 20. You know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, a lot of penalties don't matter. And you got to look at, are they undisciplined penalties? Are they mental error penalties? Are they intentional penalties? All that good stuff. If it was so easy to go, oh, penalties are what's killing this team, then you could just look at the records of the teams and you go, oh, well, all the teams at the top are going to be least penalized. All the teams at the bottom will be most penalized. And it's never, ever that way, ever. So with the whole uh, – Play action stuff that just that just annoys me so crap so bad because there's a lot of things that goes with play action. You can't do play action all the time. If you do play action all the time, the defense is just going to ignore it. It's like crying wolf. It's much better to be judicious with your play action. You know, you want to fool them. That's the reason why you do play action. I mean, it does kind of freeze the linebackers a little bit, but a lot of times that does not matter whatsoever. If you're throwing to the outside. It doesn't matter if the linebackers are freezing or not at all. The only time you really want to freeze the linebackers is if you're going to throw in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just insane how everybody has placed all this stuff, all this, this, and, and the pre-snap movement, we do a ton of it. You know, Tony Romo is just flat out lying about that. Well, I just don't think he knows. I think he's no. just talking he's out just... of his ass. And... He brought it up last year, seemed like a good talking point, and yeah. he just stuck with it. And and I think, like, coming from a quarterback, too, like, that's his bias, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And he is probably, it was probably pushed on him by a coach at one point. Yeah. Hey, use some preset motion. Yes. Use play action. But he's got, it, it's a cascade effect, because that's one thing about journalists. They, journalists... Pay attention to what other journalists say, and then they just echo it. Mm-hmm. You know, they never, they never go against <clears throat> other journalists. And you know, since Tony Romo is kind of high up in the hierarchy, he's a national broadcaster. You know, whatever he says, everybody's just going to go along with it. And man, I sort of got you know they were asking questions in the <laughs> in the press conferences mm-hmm. about it. It's like every article I've seen written on it, and it's, and it's com- complete bullcrap. 
Uh, but because let me ask you this: the Bengals won. Does anybody know how many times the Bengals did play action? No. No, you don't hear that talked about at all. Uh, how how much pre-snap movement did they have? You don't hear about it, you know. And there's a lot of stuff that goes with uh, a play action that is nobody ever considers. Because, you know, in play action, the quarterback's got to turn around. He has his back to the defense, you know. So if somebody gets free, he doesn't know about it until he turns around, you know. And generally they get clobbered when that happens. You know, it, it's just – and like I said, if you do it too often, defenses just start to ignore it. Or if you're not good at it. Yes. Like if you're just throwing yeah. it in it. Yeah, Tom Brady, he just kind of goes through the motions. He's not – like RG3 was and all these guys that really put a lot of time into mm -hmm. making play action as tricky as possible. And, you know, when you've got your back to the defense, now there's two different types of play action, and I think this is where the stats are getting screwed, you know, because a lot of teams are doing these RPOs, and they're, they're, they're probably counting that as play action, and that's not play action, you know, because you're facing the defense and you're holding the ball out and you're deciding whether to hand the ball off or throw the ball, depending on what the defense is doing. That's not play action. That's an RPO. Two totally different things. And, you know, well, when what, you... What's the distinction? Like, what would you say the difference? Like, is play action that you're faking it? And the RPO, is that your... You know, you have the option to do either one? Right. That's that's what I'm saying. I think <clears throat> they're, they're conflating the two to... Play action has always been when you turn around and you go to hand the ball to the running back and you make them think it's a running play. But you fake it. But you fake it. Okay. An RPO, you don't turn around. You just stick your arm out like this. You read the defense and the running back comes up and you decide whether to pull it or not. A play action is designed to be a fake. An RPO is designed to see what the defense is doing and then either hand it off or throw it, depending on that. And I think all these these play-action stats are getting skewed because so many teams are doing RPOs, and they're calling that play-action. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically you could say it might be play-action, but you know, to me, play-action is you turn around, you fake like you're handing the ball off. It's designed to play. And it's, you, it's the fake part of it that makes it play-action. Well, to me, it's the turning around. Okay. You know, it's the big difference between an RPO and a, and play action is the quarterback has his back to the defense. And one of the reasons that's kind of dangerous, it, it has negatives to it as well as positives, is, you know, besides the fact that, you know, if somebody does break through the line quickly, you can't see them coming. I mean, you've seen it a thousand times mm -hmm. where the, the quarterback, you know, does play action and about the time he turns around, there's a defensive player in his face and he just gets clobbered. Mm -hmm. But the... The quarterback can't read the defense when he's doing play action. He's got his back turned to the defense. So he has to turn around and take a few seconds to, take, to absorb what's going on and see where to throw the ball. So there's there's cons to play action. It's not the end-all, be-all. And the way everybody's talking about it is like they found the elixir to the <laughs> Buccaneers' problems is we need to run more play action. It's just as silly as – I don't know. It's just – I know. What is okay. what is play action going to do on third down? What is play action going to do with our inability to score? Well, right. And, you know, everybody talks about it. You even heard it in the uh, broadcast last night, which I found hilarious. 
They talk about, oh, well, you know, Brady's a master at the hurry-up offense, and they need to do that more often and everything. And I'm like, make up your minds, because on the hurry-up offense, do you know what you don't do? You don't have pre-snap motion, and you don't do play action. <laughs> it's like, so, so which, which one is, is it? it? Uh, I don't know. I, I think everybody's just scrambling, trying to figure out why yeah. this team isn't hitting on all cylinders, and they're... You know, coming up with any excuse they can. I think it's a whole bunch of things. It's like, yeah. you know, when I was watching the uh, the All-22 for the uh, last game against the Bengals, you know, I put out the Tiffy video, and I, you know, I was like, strange is the word of the day. It was a very strange game. We played very strangely. Uh Poorly, you know, it, it was, it was a very, I can't, I can't express it in any other way than saying strange. There's just a lot of strange things happened. And even this Bengals were playing strange in the sense that it, they didn't, they weren't out there really trying to beat us. It, it looked like they went, hold on, this team is shooting themselves in the foot. They're playing very strangely. Let's just, not make mistakes and sit back and let them beat themselves. And that's how the Bengals played. And, they, and we did. And I we mean, did. We had the turnovers, which was very uncharacteristic of Tom Brady. There was so much happened in that game that was just so strange. Like uh, I pointed it out in the, the Tiffy video, a few things, but one of the things that really stood out to me was kind of like a uh, encapsulated the whole game for us was – we we ran a play, white handoff straight up the middle, and there was a hole open there. It was a good four yards wide. I mean, it was a huge hole for him to run into, and he was running straight for it. And then, for no reason whatsoever, he like cut to the right, but he stumbled and he ended up running right into the offensive line. And now, mind you, while this is all going on, there's a huge hole right in front of him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he bounces off of that and shoots around to the uh, to the left tackle. You know, and I, I was just like, what is that all? It didn't make any Why sense at all. Why would you choose that? What? I mean, he was running straight for the hole and then bounced over into the offensive line and actually ran into him. He, he like stumbled into him. Bounced off of them and then took a, a shot between the, the tackle and the guard. I, very, very strange. But that's how that whole game was. It was just like it was like we're playing in a daze. You know, we just a lot of weird stuff going on. You know, the, the linebackers were playing weird. You know, I pointed out a couple of times how Devin White actually got in the way of Levante David making tackles. You know, and then at one point they were literally on top of each other. When the ball was snapped, and you know the, the Bengals scored a touchdown there, and it was just—it was almost like they just went, "Well, I'm just going to toss this ball over here five yards, and that guy's just going to walk in because they're running into each other, and everybody's confused and doesn't know what's going on." And the whole game was like that—the whole game, everybody was out of sync, and there was just weird stuff going on. It's very strange. We've seen a lot of that this year, mm -hmm. where. You know, we're just not on the same page. We're we're making simple mistakes, simple mental errors. 
We're not playing fundamental football. Our tackling is bad. We're dropping passes that are, you know, 100% touchdowns right in your hand. Uh, Tom Brady's making a lot of bad decisions. He's not seeing open receivers. You know, like in that game yesterday, I'm going to have to wait, look back on the All-22. But he threw on a third and two. He threw it to Mike Evans. It was almost intercepted. And I swear, over on the right, uh, Godwin was wide open. Wasn't anybody covering him. You know, I. So you're just like, it's not Tom Brady. It's like nobody's playing right. Nobody's playing like they normally do. It's weird. It's strange. But we got the win yesterday. So hopefully, hopefully, and here's what everybody's hoping: if this team is going to start clicking. You know, we've been waiting for it all year. You know, every game, every it's game. Like, all right, this is the one where yeah. we're firing on all cylinders. And, and and generally, we'll have you know two or three drives that you go, yes, this is the Buccaneers, yeah. and then we just screw the pooch after that. You know, so so hopefully, what I'm hoping is we play against the Panthers and we play well, and then we just continue that throughout the playoffs. <laughs> That's my hope that we just get it together. Or maybe they're just saving it for the playoffs. Maybe if they just want to squeak in, it's all intentional, guys. <laughs> it's all 4D chess, man. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, Fortnite had a great day. You know, he was playing. He he's his running style has changed so much. I know that's what I don't understand. Yeah, it's just everything. I don't understand a lot of things about this team, but he's one of them. He's one of them. Where I'm like, you are like on fire. Yeah. You got this contract that we don't normally give. You right, know? right. Three-year contract. Uh, you look like you were in a position to be the bell cow. And it just... Mm-hmm. And really, I feel... And I don't have any data to back this up and you might contradict me later or someone in the audience might contradict me. I feel like he's one of the worst on third downs. Yeah. Yeah. I he gets the ball on third down, third and short, and I just cringe. Yes. Cause I'm like, no, what stop it. I'd rather throw it, honestly. <laughs> on third and two. I hate third downs now. I don't I don't I really do want to get in third down. I know. And it's so weird, like we were saying, you know, for the for the past few years, ever since Cutter was here, so it's been five, six years, you know, we just dominated third downs. And this year, third downs is scary. I know. I have and no third faith. and short. Third and inches, I, I get know. worried. I just so Yeah, and if you watch Leonard Fournette, he he's he's started where he's taking these little choppy steps now, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't take long strides if you watch him, and he and he's running very up straight up. They they've de- I think that they've definitely coached him into running differently because he's running a lot differently this year than he has been the past couple years, even from the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, from the beginning of the season. Like I felt like he was fine, and then like three or four games in. He just, 
I don't know. He's, he's definitely gotten to where he's not, and we've talked about this quite a bit, where he doesn't try to avoid tackles. Yeah. He tries to run people over. Uh, Which he was very successful at yeah. early in the season. Remember, Micah Parsons got all mad at him because he mm-hmm. was getting chucked. Uh, by the running back, which is embarrassing for a linebacker. And, you know, it was like after that, I did they talk to him, the coaching staff, and were like, stop doing that? I don't know. Did the league talk to him? <laughs> You're hitting too hard. That's stop being problem. so yeah. so aggressive. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. You know, Tom uh, – Tom is definitely not playing like Tom. You know, he's not doing the Brady stuff. He's not making the very precise throws, the great decision-making. He's getting the ball out of his hands quick, but he's not. Uh, yeah, the decision-making decision is not. Yeah, I would say that's the biggest. Yeah. The biggest problem. Biggest problem. Um, Him and Mike's connection. It's just it's garbage. Off. Garbage. And I don't know, was there an issue at some point? Don't know. Like what? Right. Yeah, is this another Jameis Winston, Deshaun Jackson I know. issue? I yeah. don't I don't think so. I don't know either. Um it was not great last night. No. I matter of fact, I can, I was yelling, stop throwing at the mic. Yeah. Just stop. You know, they know it's coming to him and they were cutting in front of it and you know the uh the interceptions with, you know, and that's another thing. It's one thing about this team is I don't see guys trying to make plays, you know, really going all out and trying to make plays. Like you, you see that interception that the Cardinals did. A guy jumped eight feet in the air, you know, batted that ball one hand and caught it and then landed on his back. You know, you don't ever see our guys doing that. You know, it, it's, like they're they're sacrificing themselves to make plays, and our guys don't do that. It's annoying, mm-hmm. you know. And we've got this mentality of injury. I feel, I feel that, you know, we've had that for a while. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know a lot of times we play to not get injured, and it's not working because we we get a lot of injuries. It's something I want somebody to look into one day. You know, with all this focus on injuries in the NFL, has it gotten any better? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think it's gotten worse. Yeah, and I think um, it's smaller injuries that guys mm-hmm. are not. Mm-hmm. I just, or, um, the league is definitely soft, much softer than it used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, now, you know, you get a little twinge or a stinger or something like that. You know, you get out, you go into the tent and all that good stuff. You know, I mean, it used to be people would be proud to play through injuries and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's like JPP. You know, JPP out there with a broken neck, half a hand, a busted rotator cuff, and he's still out there playing. You know, you mm-hmm. couldn't get him off field. Yeah. You, know, you, just don't, you just don't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. Or very rarely. Very rarely. Yeah. So, and, you know, we, we, we have the Advent Training Center. That's our practice area. Uh, the Tampa Stadium and One Buck Place is surrounded by medical <laughs> communities. So, you know, these guys are constantly thinking about injuries. You know, they got, you know, 
injury is in their face all the time. So whatever you focus on becomes reality. Mm -hmm. Just checking. Somebody slammed our front door. Oh, kids, yeah. we got a bunch of kids over. So it's 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 Christmas. They're running from house to house, playing mm-hmm. with each other's Christmas toys. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn did get a carry. I know. I haven't seen him hardly at all this year. I know. He looked good. He had a good. He had a good run. I thought six yards. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I thought, you know, the one person I am impressed with on the Buccaneers is Keanu Neal. I like him. Mm. Uh, I feel like he does play hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He, he plays hard. He makes mistakes every now and then, but he's out there trying, mm-hmm. you know, putting putting a lot of effort into it. Uh, he tackles well, generally. So. Oh, what do you think about the? Uh, we had a good number of screens, but they were successful. Yeah, we did. Last. <laughs> I'm gonna have to count them up and see how many we did. But uh, I, I just hate those damn things anymore. I but like know. you said, they've been working now. Well, I, I it worked against Arizona. Let's just say that. Right. Yeah, we got to remember Arizona is not a good team. Yeah. So that was funny. Um, I, I, you know. We we had quite a few that worked out. So yes, <laughs> uh, Carlton Davis, you know the interception. He should have had that. I mean, it hit him right in the numbers. You know, but then that's why you know he's on defense. He's got uh-huh. feet for hands, and it's just so annoying. You know, we we rarely feet get we rarely get interceptions. <laughs> And then when you get one thrown right at you and you drop it. And that was a thing, too. At the beginning, This, I just feel so, like, lied to by this team. (laughs) Uh, In training camp, all the defensive backs are like, hey, our goal is 30 interceptions Mm. this season. How many do they have? And they went, like, an eight-game streak without any. I don't know if it was eight, but it was a lot. And uh, it's like they they did pretty good the first few games mm-hmm. and then just gave up. They're like, yeah, I mean, it was a goal, but, like, we don't have to do it. <laughs> yes, and it's the same thing with the running attack, you know, mm-hmm. where, they, where they said they were going to focus on running. You know, they wanted to run the ball. All that. So everything they focused on, they sucked at. Do you think with the running – I mean, could that be the offensive line, though? Yeah, yeah, it's our it's our blocking. It, it, you know, we we run a lot out of these, you know, bunch formations or jumbo packages, whatever. You know, you, or you know, we we've always got an extra tight end or co-key or whatever, and our guys are not. It's kind of like with tackling; we're not the best tacklers in the world. It's like we don't focus on tackling. You know, we're, we're always – it's that's how I feel with this team. You know, it's, it's kind of like we're, the coaches are a bunch of clipboard carriers. It's more about the scheme than it is the fundamentals. So, you know, they don't – it doesn't seem like they practice tackling. It's like they don't practice special teams. They don't practice blocking so much. You know, just getting really, really good at it. And when we have, uh, you know, six or seven guys blocking for run, one of them is going to screw up. One of them is going to get beat. 
And it's always that guy who beats that guy is the one that ends up making the tackle. You know, so it would be better if we only stuck to the five blockers up front and run with those guys, you know, because it's just less people to make a mistake. Yeah, but when we got seven, eight guys blocking, somebody's going to screw up. And it, it just, you know, we just don't seem to focus on the fundamentals and stuff like that. You know, it's always easy. If you watch, we do a lot of movement on our offensive line for run blocking. Yeah, we do all kinds of pulling and crashing and all this stuff. And it's like they're more focused on that. You know, the, 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 uh, the, the play itself. What's it? What's it called? The scheme. The scheme. Yeah, the scheme's more important than the actual execution. Yeah. You know the actual blocking. You know, so you know, I feel like, and, and I think that works on the defense too, because we run an extremely complicated defense. I mean, we run every type of defense you can think of, and Todd Bowles is always throwing some new stuff in there. Like the either we had to play against the Cardinals, where we had our the whole defensive line was like three yards off the ball yeah. at one point. The, uh, the announcers even commented on it. Yeah, yeah, it was very strange. I, I thought it was cool. Uh, but, you know, we're always doing stuff like that. And we have very complex defense, and too complex at times, I think. And we don't focus on tackling. You know, tackling seems to be an afterthought mm-hmm. with these coaches. Well, they have been ever since Arians has gotten here. Uh, I mean, we've had bad tackling before, you know, Mike Smith's tackling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's just, to me, football is all about blocking and tackling. <laughs> you know, and if you can't do those things, you just, it doesn't matter how good your scheme is. Yeah. You know, and I think I, I think we're kind of, that's where we're at. You know? um, another person I think did not have a great game last night. Was Kate Otten? I was really disappointed. Yeah, very disappointed. I think he had like uh, ten targets or something. Yeah, seven. like the drops, and then I think he had a costly penalty at one point, and it was just not his best showing. Mm-mm. No, and and the Cardinals have horrible. They're like the worst in the league for tight end defense. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was a he had a chance to shine there. Russell Gage is really the wide receiver that that shined. Uh, Chris Godwin did pretty good. Where was Cameron Bright? Like he did not. No, I think he had like one target. Right? He's been like a non-factor this year. But but worse I mean, than Hill was Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, I mean that guy's been a, a, a complete. And there was um, I think Walton got called for. Uh, a false start, but I think it actually should have been on Kyle Rudolph. Because, mm. you know, Kyle was on the other side of Walton, and it was that one where J.J. Watt got him to move, like he switched oh, yeah. his arms. Yeah. I think it should have been on Rudolph. Yeah, you could have called either one, I guess. But, um, uh, can we talk real quick about J.J. Watt's baby? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a big baby. There's a giant baby. Like, he made J.J. Watt look like a normal-sized person. <laughs> that was a big baby. And he's old. how old was that baby? Like, two months old. Yeah. Wow. I was like, that man, was... that looks like a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. That was a big baby. That was a giant baby. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, Julio, that pass in the end zone. Yeah. That he did not, he didn't even try. Yeah. He could have had it. He would have had it. Yeah. 
I don't know if he didn't know it was coming to him. He just had to put his arms out. He was wide open there. That was a touchdown all day. Yeah. Well, and it looked like his footing was kind of off, like he was kind of mid-fall maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He's been kind of a disappointment this year too. You know, everybody has been. Yes, all of our free agents. Uh, Russell Gage has, you know, showed up in a few games. Oh my God, that hit that he had. In oh this God, game. yeah. The second one was even worse. Yeah, he got bent back. I was like, man, he, I didn't he's going to be on the injury back. report. Yeah, yeah, a back injury probably. Yes, yes. But I mean, you look at Akeem Hicks. Mm-hmm. You know, not really been a factor. He was injured for. Large part of the year, Julio Jones, injured for a large part of the year, hasn't really been a factor. Russell Gage, you know, he's on and off. Uh, I think he's had two, three games that he's been a difference maker for us. Uh, gosh, I, you know, I, I just feel like our free agency this year has not been well. But then again, you know, it's just the whole team is just suck. Mm-hmm. Not that really suck. It's just off. We're off. Average. Why are we so off? Yeah. What is going on? Yes, but, you know you got to lay it at the hands of the or at the feet of the coach. You know, the, to me, there's a you know to have such a huge shift in in playing and it and it being pervasive across the whole team. You know, it's not just a defensive socket or it's not just a a group. You know, the tight ends or the wide receivers. It's the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What what do you think about okay that we've talked we touched on this before uh, Brady pushing Bruce Arians out is everyone pissed about that is that what it is I mean I don't really know how you know credible the rumors are yeah I don't know I don't know I don't know the, you know the defensive guys. Swore up and down. They love Todd Bowles. I know. And they see, all seemed excited that the rest of the team is going to get to see how great of a person Todd Bowles is and everything. I don't know. You know, maybe he just he came in and he he wanted to change too much. You know, I don't but know what's changed. Well, we're definitely more horizontal in our offense than we are vertical. Uh, you know, we do we're doing a lot more of these. You know, the, the passes in the flats or, you know, these screen passes or these you know, dumps over the middle instead of going vertical yeah. downfield. Yeah, you know, we did against Cincinnati, first half of Cincinnati. We played a vertical game. And that was the difference. But then again, you know, the beginning of the year, we were trying to do vertical and our wide receivers and Brady were just so out of sync, it messed us up. So I don't know. I do not know. Maybe it's just philosophy or the general coaching styles or whatever. Attitude. Attitude. Yes. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of stoic coaches. Just not. Yeah. I miss Arians. I know. I, I miss I miss his press conferences. They were great. They need to let him back on the sideline. Yeah. And and you know, with Bruce Arians, you've got the book, you've got him on Anytime somebody put a microphone in his face, he never met a microphone he didn't like. You know, he was on podcasts, he was on TV shows, he was on the, uh, the ESPN and NFL Network, and uh, you know he was he did press conferences that were long, and, and you know he he talked 
not in coach speak. He would literally tell you what he was thinking and what was going on and who he was upset with or who played well or whatever. So, you know, there was a lot of information to take in with Todd, with uh, Bruce Arians. You know, he really lays everything out there. But Todd Bowles, you're going to get nothing. We don't know anything that this guy's thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, he says the same thing every time. You know, it's like, we got to coach better. We got to play better. We got to execute. You know, we got to. It's all coach speak. Yeah, it's all coach speak. You know, we we don't have any books. We don't have any uh, appearances on any, you know, radio stations or podcasts or nothing. I do. I think he's been on a couple couple podcasts. But again, not a whole lot of information going on there. So it's hard to tell what what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. Don't know. What do you think? I think it's Brady. Yeah. I think it's just uh, when you have personal problems like he's got, it's just just messes with your head. And it's, um, you know, they always say, like, never meet your heroes. Yeah. And the whole team has just revered him. You know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, all these people. And Yeah, because you got to figure he comes in the first year when they win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, and plus, he kind of gets like special treatment. Yes, he definitely did this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in training camp and all that. So, you know, I think probably I know like in my own personal life, I have known people who dissolved a twenty-plus year marriage, and they were both just train wrecks, and you didn't want to be. So, I just think it's a. Um, He's not in a great headspace, and I think that can be contagious and toxic yeah. in uh, to other people, to whoever's around you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a large factor too. And, and I think no one's really stepped up to fill the void. Right, right, exactly. Which includes coaches. That's something I do feel with this team in general. It's like everybody's expecting somebody else to make a play. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we got a lot of skilled players. We got a lot of really good players on this team, but it doesn't seem like any of them are stepping up to say, this is, I'm, I'm going to take over this team. I'm going to yeah. take over this game. I'm going to make the play, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, we don't seem to have any leaders. Yeah. Or like enthusiasm or, yeah. oh, we just need like one rah-rah guy. Yeah. Like, JPP, please come back. <laughs> I know. Gronk. Whatever. Did you hear Gronk called Todd Bowles about a month ago about maybe possibly coming back and at the end of the conversation decided he was better off retired? Yeah. So if that doesn't instill confidence, yeah. I don't know what does. You know, it's just... Yeah, Todd Bowles did not make a very good case. No. So, uh, I mean, I hope we get it together. We We got got two games. uh, Division opponents, they're hard games. It will be nice to get retribution against Carolina and play well. Not just get retribution, but Mm -hmm. play well, show why we deserve to be in the playoffs over them. Yes. I'm going to have to rewatch that Carolina game where they whooped us 21-3. Watching them play against Detroit, basically all they did is just ran the ball. Detroit just absolutely horrible at tackling. 
They couldn't stop them for nothing. I feel it, like that was our problem. I guess it, it probably so. was, yeah. Uh, but the, Detroit didn't even look like they were trying on defense to tackle. So, you know, I don't, I don't know how much of that was Detroit going meh, or Carolina just having a good game plan and being more physical with them. Don't know. So I got, I got to watch both of them. I got, I got a lot of analyzing to do for this game coming up, man, because it's going to be interesting. Interesting. I just please get it together. I mean, like, do they want to go to the playoffs? Right. Yeah. Do they want to be there? Do they want to? Do they want it? Right. We're gonna see. I think we ask that every week. Yeah. We but, did want it yesterday. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, if they wouldn't have given it to us on that fumble, because <laughs> you know they were marching down the field to score. Yeah. With only a few minutes left, and that would have been that would have been game over. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that bad pitch, hit him right in the face, <laughs> and then bounced right into Golston's hands as he was laying on the ground. Uh, things just worked out our way, and then we were like, "Hey, we can possibly win this." We Let's, can win. What do y'all guys think about trying now? <laughs> But with the Carolina Panthers, this is the first game all year long that I feel like actually means something. You know, we've been saying it all year. I've been going, well, this game doesn't mean anything. You know, it was an AFC team. We're still leading the conference or the uh, the division. You know, this game doesn't matter. You know, and then the next week it's the same thing. It's like, well, this game doesn't matter. Everybody in our division lost. We don't need to win this game. It's an AFC game. You know, just every week it's been something like that. This is the first week coming up that I can recall where you go, this game matters. Mm-hmm. This game matters a lot. This is all the marbles, actually. This We're starting our playoff next week, Sunday. Mm. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Hopefully they're yeah. hopefully they're uh they're dead serious and they want to win this. Our team, not Carolina. Yeah, not Carolina. Well, you know, they want to win it because, you know, that coach, he's wanting to keep that job probably. All of his players want him to stay there, so they they know if they win this game, chances are really good he's gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna stay there anyhow. Yeah, why not? I think he's made a good case for himself. Yeah, I think so too. You know, yeah. Just just in the sense that that team could have quit. They had every excuse in the world yeah. to quit. And I thought they were going to. Me too. But they've, we underestimated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to be bottom of the league, man. I thought they were going to be picking way up there. Yeah. Top five. Top three, actually, I thought. But, nope. I don't even know. Do they even have – they got first-round picks. They got a bunch of them because they got it from San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, whatever. I ain't scared of no kittens, man. Me neither. I mean, we can win it if we're trying and... uh, Yeah, we can beat anybody Mm -hmm. if we come out there and just play mistake-free football. Mm -hmm. It's just been our thing. We we beat ourselves every game. I would say the 49ers and the Baltimore game are the only two games that I go, we look, they beat us. Mm -hmm. Those two teams beat us. The rest of the losses, we it's been us beating ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Especially at Cincinnati game. Good lord. Yeah, uh, I mean you can't throw that many interceptions, turnovers, and when the, we learned that with Jameis Winston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was Jameis Winston football. Mm-hmm. The Bengals game. Mm-hmm. So, don't want that anymore. 
Although it's it's exciting. <laughs> it has, that, that one was not that one exciting. Was not, uh, uh, uh. That lacked the oomph of a Jameis Winston game. Yeah, but it's because you don't get that crazy running around and yeah, silly throws. And yeah, that's the thing about Tom is like he's the same if he throws a touchdown as he is if he throws an interception. Like it's the same thing going on. He's just getting off the field. I don't know. I've seen this year much more of a defeatist look in him and mm-hmm. body posture and everything. You know where he'll just kind of slouch over and. Slump mm-hmm. off the field, but it is what it is. Just let's just make it to the playoffs. We'll go from there. Yeah, got to win this so game Sunday. Next week, yeah. Yep. All right, guys, that's about going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we're going to try to get another podcast out before the game and uh, do some analyzing of the Carolina Panthers, so we can uh, tell you what we think is going to happen. Hopefully, Molly's struggling these days, so we'll see. Well, Molly's pregnant, and she's got plenty on her mind. (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks.